Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Operation Fulminate, The Sentinels of Twilight. It's included in the Delta Green Handler's Guide, and it was written by Dennis Detweiler. Our game master is Ford Fitch, and this is episode three. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Ford? Thank you, Tom. Uh, just a very quick going over. Um, not a lot happened last time, although you, uh, action-wise, but um, research-wise, you guys picked up quite a few interesting clues here and there. And a lot of questions have come about uh, as you continue to speak with people and uh, investigate. Uh, as I recall, uh, Marshall and Angler are getting ready to go out with uh, Ranger Gallegos to uh, investigate the, uh, the, uh, not only the campsite with, uh, with uh, people claiming that it's being uh, ransacked by Indians, but the area where Brandon was found. Um, Agent Cash and Agent Hartz are, were going to go up and uh, speak with, um, got his name here, uh, Dr. Adam, Dr. Adams from the, uh, from the search and rescue crew and uh, have another look over uh, Brandon and um, Nunk, what are you up to? I'm not sure. I think that uh, that we were going to have uh, uh, Ranger Gallegos take us to the uh, okay the, the place where they found him. Yeah, no I think problem. you were going to join us on that expedition. Okay. Okay. So uh, Nunk and uh, is going to be joining Marshall Nangler then. Yes. Okay. No problem. Um, let's start off with you three then. Um, Ranger Gagos takes you out and uh, over to the um, over to to the camp, and which is pretty much just uh, right across the way um, parking lot. Um, it's easy to get to. There's some tents already there. Uh, backpackers going back and forth. Um, not a not a long walk. Um, she uh, looks to you guys and asks, okay, where do you want to go first? Do you want to go talk with, uh, with uh, Margaret and Harold, or do you want to go up and uh, check out the site? Well, I, I'd like to check out the site. Um, well, we, how, we're on, a, we're on a, a, a hill, right? So yes. which way is easier? I mean, and what's on the way to what? Um, doesn't matter. I mean, they, we, the hill's not very big, all things considered, considering uh, the area, but um, we could stop off and talk with, with the webs, or we can, uh, we can go up and get them on the way back down. Well, I I'm guess, yeah. oh, go ahead. I'm curious uh, to speak to the uh, nervous civilians and see exactly what they saw. Okay. Because I assume there's not gonna be any new evidence up where we, they found the boy. I agree with okay. that. And okay. That, that Maybe we can stop off at another. Now, right? Your Pardon? operations, we'll, we'll follow, yes. Yeah, and um, we can, we can uh, ask a couple of the other campers here, see if they've seen anything, um, and if they have anything to, to add. Um, you know, and if we can get a couple of them to, to say something, then maybe we got something to go on here in case if we do have some 
trespassers. Ranger, how many people are uh, registered to camp right now in this area? Uh, currently, we have um, six main uh, main groups. Um, the Webs being one of them, and their uh, and their uh, friends, uh, the uh, Savinskys. Uh, so that's four of them in that one group. We got um, another group of six uh, here, mixed people. Um, got a group of four, uh, which um, let's see, and then uh, the others just of one to one to four people in the other groups there um, so maybe, maybe. About, say, i say we got about i say we got about eh, roughly 20 25 i haven't seen the rosters yet so and, just and, and about 10 or so tents scattered about yeah there are low trees and scrub mostly um the backpackers camp actually has okay actually as you're going through the backpackers camp it actually has some pretty decent sized trees at the bottom over by the the station uh in fact there's a really big tree right out in front of the station that you pass by um now i seem to remember something about uh huckleberry plants being at the site and then i remember that mentioned someplace mm -hmm. else also so while we're walking around let's keep our eye out for it and I wanted to, uh, on my phone, just Google huckleberry plant so I have an image on my phone. Okay. <clears throat> uh, to, uh, do you mention huckleberries around Tamika? Yes. I say it right there okay. in front of. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, we, we have huckleberries here amongst other kind of berry species. Uh, rather pro uh, prolific. Um, you can find all kinds of edible berries and, and not so edible berries all throughout the, uh, the area, especially when you get into the back country. But um, yeah, uh, on the south side of the uh, of the reservoir, and uh, we got we got a lot of patches of huckleberries and, and such. We had some uh, around the backpackers camp, but um, with our last uh, upgrade here uh, uh, and, and uh, maintenance, uh, we got rid of a lot of them. That was about a couple of years ago. Ranger, um, is there any uh, tree that looks like a huckleberry and it's fruit but is uh, toxic? Not that I'm aware of off the top of my head. Okay. And, and so uh, we're looking at the large green efflorescence right next to the building marked Ranger yeah, Station? Right. Um, Right here, you guys, are, this is the ranger station. This is the big tree in front of the ranger station right here. Uh, most of the trees around here are um, oaks. Mm -hmm. And um, right here, most of them are oaks and a, and some uh, a few uh, pine trees. Um, some, uh, a couple small sequo sequoias, young sequoias. And um, it's down here, you got a, quite a few little trees, and then they kind of kind of become more sporadic and more scrubby as you go up the go up the hill here. Does it get more coniferous as you go up the hill? Um not really, no. It's it's kind of a mix. Um that's that's the thing about the trees around here. Um largely coniferous, but uh with a you know with but there's a mix of, of uh various other trees here. A lot of the high country trees like the uh, aspens and stuff are absent from this area. This this over here is probably mostly chaparral. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a chaparral, uh, only because uh, most of what you see here is rocks, and it's dry. It's very rocky, and uh, and a lot of the trees and stuff here are. Uh, Here's where you're going to have water. Yeah, the meadow here. Um, 
you got some significant trees around here over by where the entrance to the, uh, the dam. Mm. Um, but a lot of the stuff here is very chaparral-like and uh, very much in the open. Uh, here it's kind of a semi-open with a little bit larger trees and then uh, and a couple larger trees by the helipad. Down below this is the forest down there? Yeah, that's a uh, forest in the south there. Uh, bits and pieces with a kind of, you know, scrubby chaparral to here with a lot of pine trees and, and, uh, and some uh, oaks and some, uh, and some sequoias and stuff go, going down this way. Okay. And so it's around the meadow and evergreen road that the, all the, that's, a, that's a, a band of sort of mulberry heavy area, but the ranger station has one exceptional old tree. Yeah, these trees here are really big. These are these are the typical trees that you'd see at uh, at Yos uh, Yosemite here, with a lot of the big pines, a lot of the yeah, a lot of uh, uh, sequoias and that sort of thing. Here, um, you'd find this is the kind of tree tree growth you'd see uh, further uh, to the south and the east, where, where uh, El, El Capitan and those areas. The kid, is, the kid was found up higher up here by the hell pad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, up close towards the helipad, and um, and uh, as you can look up the, you can look up the. Uh, it's a little obscured, but as you as you start to climb up, if you get into more of the open areas and see through these areas with the rocks, you can also see all these little trails that go up here where the uh, backpackers and, and visitors and stuff have uh, have uh, bouldered up the hill to get to the top to the helipad area to. And Brandon was found on one of those, you know, handmade little trails, right? That is correct. Um, uh, Tamika says uh, it, it was pretty close to towards the helipad, and I can, okay. I can show right. you how to get up there. All right. Yeah. So, uh, and Brandon was found uh, on in on one of the rabbit trails, closer to the dam parking, or the trailhead, or the boat launch. The helipad, right up here. Yeah. Right, yeah, on which side of it? Uh, close to the helipad, just a little bit above the dam parking. Okay, okay. thank you. Yeah, right about there. All right. Very good. So, yeah, it's obviously uh, through the backpackers camp that we'd get up there, so we might as well talk to the German guests. Sure, no problem, no problem. Um, finding the web camp is easy. Um, it's the biggest camp there. It's amongst a, a bunch of the larger trees, kind of in the middle part of the backpackers camp in a very small um, flat and clearing. Uh, the best way to describe the camp, uh, great white hunter. It's big canvas tent, um, you know, lanterns and stuff. Um, you know, you can look in, you know, for just looking inside, you can see, you can see the, uh, the, the bed, that's the actual beds that are there. Uh, looks like the webs have set up, you know, their own little version of a, uh, of a uh, getaway and stuff. Uh, there's a smaller tent next to it, which looks like the guest tent. And uh, they've got awnings and, and, uh, and, and such set up there with tables. and Tiki torches? Oh, yeah, tiki torches, yeah. definitely. How many years have you been here, Ranger? Oh, I've been, I've been here about uh, uh, 12 years. So you know the webs uh, pretty well. Yes, yes, me, myself, and the webs have, have had our times. Harold's not a bad guy. Margaret, she tends to like to flaunt her influence. Uh, but we get along all right. I mean, it's she. There, there, there have been some some minor incidents and and stuff, but it's not that bad. The um, idea that she, 
the idea that she'd complain about people to the extent of saying that there were savages attacking, that's unusual, right? She has her way. She, it's anybody. I don't know. I don't know if uh, Rager Kenna had, had mentioned, had mentioned to you anything about them, but that she likes to come in. Anybody who's kind of off, who happens to be nearby or hanging out, she'll have something to say about them, you know, especially so, if they don't seem part so of their anybody, social status. So anybody who's not rich, white, and well-off is basically a dirty savage. Uh, in a way, in a way. I mean, it, I, I, th I think... It, let's not beat, around, not beat around, beat around the bush. Anybody who isn't white is probably... Yeah, in, in a way, yes, or is something. I They don't, she hasn't actually gone out with any major exploratives and such, but they well, in front heavily... Of you, no, she hasn't. And if she did, I would give her my my mind. I, I'm, she's I'm been very I'm... very tolerant of of it, but she's like one of those people you could tell if 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 the gloves were off, she she'd have more to say. But she's trying to you know maintain some civility. I give uh, Gallegos a wink and I say, I already scared the shit out of her. This is going to be a piece of cake, and I knock on the Good. door. It wouldn't be the first it. time. You can you can write her for that. Okay, no no problem. Um, uh, you when you get closer to the camp, you notice uh, you notice uh, Margaret and Harold there, and the one uh, uh, lady that was with uh, with them, and another guy who looks about middle age, great hair, glasses, looks intellectual and stuff. They're all sitting around. They look up at you, and um, Harold says, uh, "Ranger Gallegos, good day, good afternoon." I it's been a while since I've seen you. Margaret kind of gives gives face it kind of kind of a little bit of a face when looking at 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 y'all, but then kind of kind of eases back a bit when she notices uh, Marshall there with the group. Flick my hat. Howdy, ma'am. Sir, we just had a couple questions about your uh, visitors. Uh, did when 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 did this incident happen? Um, they were here this morning. Actually, hold on a second. Um, and I turn to the other agents. I say, let's um, pull each one of them, grab somebody, and let's make sure their stories corroborate. Okay. It's we don't have not, to like. Not a criminal investigation. It's just. All right. <laughs> I it's an investigation. Well, well you, you, you see, you see, uh, Harold pipe up. So, wait, 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 no, no. It's 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 pretty simple. It's just this morning, and then later on, it's at at lunchtime with. Uh, with uh, my friend uh, Joseph here. Um, uh, this morning, uh, myself and my, my wife uh, noticed uh, two gentlemen uh, dressed like Indians and looked like Indians. Um, Can you describe them for us, please? Yeah, about about five foot, uh, maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit taller. Um, they look like you know all the Indians you see in the pictures. They had uh, they were wrapped in blankets uh, with the you know the Indian blankets and, and such. They were looking through the the tents um and and kind of searching turning over things that were in the open um looking like they were looking for something uh, i tried to approach them and then they immediately left i followed them a short ways and then didn't didn't see them they went away and which, then which later direction, on 
Which direction mm -hmm. did they go? Um, up, up the trail, to, uh, up the hill. I see. And they were not confrontational at all. They were evasive when no. you approached them. No, when the, when when I when I uh, when I came up to them, they looked at me and then they just um, uh, went went away uh, without talking. And you saw I followed. Them I tried to get the, I tried to get their their attention, and they just walked off. And there were two of them. Yes, two of them. And, and you saw them only in your tent, or one of your guests' tents, or? Um, they were going through everything that was out here. Uh, as you can see, we have all kinds of things out here. We have our our setups and stuff. They were opening up drawers. They were, you know, looking into the tents and stuff. Um, male or female were they? Um, male, male. Um, you know, uh, look, look, kind of, you know, kind of older, I guess. Um, and when uh, you say they had Indian headdresses, do you mean they were wearing feathers exactly? No, no. They, they actually. Uh, one of them did have a beaded headband uh but the uh, other one didn't have any kind of headdress but had like um know what braids so braids on the side uh, and i braids? guess fur on the braids fur on the braids yes no beads though um nothing they were wrapped in blankets i couldn't see anything about them other than the one with the with the with the beaded headband um, it might not have been beads. It looked, you know, come to think of it, it looked more like riveted metal. Yeah, like like metal pieces were riveted into the the leather headband. Hmm. Um, and did they say anything at all? Not a word. They just uh, when they noticed I I was trying to inquire with them they left i tried to get their attention i followed them and they disappeared all right and when you say their the blankets were indian style uh how do yeah. you mean um like like what you see the uh indians wear like at the um Stripe? I, I stripes and patterns and stuff i guess and their complexion white uh, dark of uh, the they were they were dark complected, you know, like you'd expect in, in how an Indian would look. I mean, they were Indians. I mean, yeah. What direction did they go? Uphill. Um, up, okay. up the hill and in, in uh, on the trail. Well, um, I can't think of anything else. If you see them again, please alert us. And did anyone else see them, Harold? Um, yeah, my, uh, my buddy here, um, Joseph. Is, is he actually right here with us? Yeah, he is. He's like, he's the, he he's the academic the, looking fellow. Can you? Yeah, the academic looking fellow with graying hair and stuff. Um, can you add anything he, to the description, sir? Hmm? Can you add anything to the description, sir? Um, Joseph, Joseph looks up and says, not really. Um, I came out, I came out, uh, back to camp here and I saw them pass by the camp. Uh, going up the trail, um, pretty much the way uh, Harold said it here. And none uh, of your things were disturbed. Uh, they were passing by this time. I didn't see them. Uh, I didn't see them poking around. And and Harold, nothing. You haven't found anything missing. There's no reason to assume theft. No, but they but they uh, made a mess of things. I mean, 
threw things out, uh, being very disrespectful and stuff. And you see Margaret really holding her tongue like she really wants to. They were being disrespectful in the fact that they didn't speak to you and they just kept going. Um, my guess is they didn't. No. And they tore up. They, they they pretty much tore up our camp here. We just got it back together. Now I know it's dark nighttime, but I want to use tracking and just see if I see any um, footprints, not boot prints, sure. you know, bare footprints. Not fair, sure. but you know. Go I mean. ahead and roll tracking. Go ahead and roll tracking. It's going to be a little tough because Ooh. everybody's been walking around here. 18 out of 55. Okay. Um, it takes you a little bit, um, but you were able to actually pick up a few uh, footprints and you get a general direction. Guys, take a look at this. Ah, footprints. You see what I yeah, said? Look like look like barefoot foot footprints and, and um, uh, it would be hard to run around in this rocky sandy soil barefoot if you were a city folk right pretty much yes and are they smallish footprints about average and they're five-toed actually no they're not six toes six toes <laughs> on and two sets of prints Two sets of prints, six toes, and they're heading up the hill. Uh, gentlemen, should we be erasing these as we go? Yes. Okay. We don't want. We can't. We, I'd like to cast them for science, but I think for security, we should be scratching them uh, out. Tamika's coming by and said, "Did you guys find something? Just, uh, just some footprints. Nothing. Kids running around in their bare feet. We've okay. Nothing." Um, I'm not right even on. sure the significance of any of this, if this is just, uh, you know, uh, a bunch Tamika, of... do you often have, uh, you know, unregistered guests in the park, or is there a history of theft from the camp? It, it seems unusual. It's, it, it's happened. We've had some, some, some theft. I mean, the, the, um, we have day guests who come out to the, to the reservoir on the, uh, O'Shaughnessy Dam uh, all the time, and it's not uncommon for uh, unregistered people to come through the come through the camp and such. Um, myself and the others, we try and keep an eye out and try and uh, try and look and see if anybody has any any uh, registration and stuff. But we can't we can't get everybody. Well, I I, I think that and now we're sort of walking away from the um, yeah. As um, right before, Tom, real quick, sorry not to interrupt. Right before we do that, I wanted to grab uh, uh, Ranger Gallegos, and as we walk yeah. away, walk right past the missus and look mm -hmm. at her and just throw a wink to her and be like, you know, and just like as we're leaving, you know, it's so great to reconnect with you after all these years. You have my phone number. We'll go out for lunch soon. Any problems here? You know, I'm a call and five <laughs> minutes away. So just don't hesitate. And you know what? I would it would be great if we can go out and grab that lunch or dinner soon and just walk past the lady and okay. not, not even looking at her just to put that shit. This, this guy's going to be around here now. Put that little bit of fear in her. Okay. She, she's not looking too happy. Um, the others are kind of, kind of like just, just standing there keeping quiet and stuff. Although, although the men look a little bit interested in you guys stomping around there, the area, the, uh, other lady that's there, middle-aged lady that 
um, she's she seems very quiet and 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 reserve. So as we're as we're walking away, um, I say to uh, Ranger Gallegos. Uh, so we've already asked if there were any American Indian tribes anywhere in the area. First of all, American Indian tribes, 2018, don't wear uh, Indian clothes and blankets. And, and they, they dress in blue jeans and, and they're just regular, unless they're having some sort of a powwow. And if they were having a powwow, we would know about it. Um, I think that we have to understand that those people are highly unreliable in their descriptions. These could have been just guests in the park. Uh, or somebody had an, an Indian, Indian blanket with them and wear, wearing it. I mean, it's not uncommon. I mean, people carry pattern blankets, uh, old, you know, trade blanket things, you know, actually they sell Pendleton trade blankets at, at the, uh, at the various uh, larger stations right. and stuff. I mean, they could have just been wearing one of those. Do you basically. have any problem with homeless people in this area? No, we don't actually. Not exactly um, a place where they could find food and, and shelter and all that all, all year. Pretty much, pretty much. And in this area here, we keep, you know, we keep it uh, pretty well patrolled and stuff. And if it's not us, it's the, uh, it's uh, San Francisco Utilities. They don't like people hanging about their their facilities and such. Yeah, I think they got they got a couple security guards that keep an eye on things as well. I I think that we can disregard most of this part of the story and I mean this part of their story. Uh, I'd like to see the place where the boy disappeared. Yeah. Now, all right. Uh, uh, minutes. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you, David. That's okay. I I want to uh, do the. Uh, footprints follow the path that goes up to the helipad or do they go through the brush um they relatively go through you start now seeing what what the rangers mean by rabbit trails um throughout the rocks and the brush uh you start seeing areas where people have been walking uh and kind of you know going around the rocks up and around uh, some of the bigger rocks maybe climbing over and stuff and you start seeing actual because they've been doing so much you see actual trails uh, over uh, going up the hill and yeah you can pretty much follow um, the prints uh, they're kind of go up one of those little trails so because I'm wondering direction. whether whether you know I should agree with Nunk that it was probably just two hippies and ponchos and have him take Gallegos one way so that Marshall and I can follow the actual footprints up the rabbit trail in case they're okay. far enough apart that it's different well, okay. It's all leading up the hill, though, isn't it? So well, we can do that. Yeah, I just don't want to lose track of these unusual footprints all or right. leave any behind. Um, but I want right, you, but somebody maybe should make sure that the ranger is occupied. Yeah, I want to get her off that. So uh, okay. we'll sort of, it makes sense to spread out. Um, all right. Well, as you're looking at the, as you're looking up the hill and making plans, you notice. Um, a big, a big bank of clouds starting to roll in, okay. um, in in the area, and um, in the distance you hear uh, what sounds to be a very, very distant uh, thunder. And uh, and uh, Ranger Ranger Gallegos perks up and goes and looks up and goes, "Oh boy, we haven't had one of these in a while, guys. I'm afraid." We're not going to be able to go out, be stay, be able to stay out here too long. 
we're going to get we're going to get a beaten here pretty soon. Well, why don't you take me up to where they are? The guys are still looking around, and we'll we'll get that out of the way. All right. Now, as we're walking up the path, I pull out my burner phone, and I quickly yeah. text to the others, and I, okay. I say uh, more or less, um, "They're looking for the boy." If what the boy says is true, it makes sense that they're looking for him. Okay. Agreed. No problem. Uh, maybe you should include a description of the figures in question, like so they know who is looking for the boy. Well, I think you all know what, we're, what I'm talking about. No, he was te texting you and me. I'm I texting you guys. Oh, okay. I not, thought because I'm worried sparky. about. I'm worried about White and Cash knowing that they have incoming. Oh, well, we can't exactly tell them everything, so I just want you to realize that I realized that. Okay. All right. All right. So um, no problem. Um, who else is in the, Who? Where is everybody else? Uh, Cash, and, Cash and Hearts are with uh, Dr. Adams uh, going to have another look at a at uh, Brandon. All right, why don't we jump to them for a little bit? <laughs> okay. Well, I was I was about to do that actually. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to second jump you. All right, uh, Doctor Adams uh, goes into the room with you there. Brandon's kind of kind of back at the video game, and he 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 looks over and says, "Hey, Doctor Adams, how's it going? It's good to see you. Hey, Brandon, how you doing there? Your little nipper." walks over and smiles and and uh looks looks at uh and and nods stage uh agent cash and hearts uh, kind of and kind of gives an indication to come closer so i'll go over to the boy and uh kind of crouch down as best as i can with my bad knees these days <laughs> and uh <laughs> Brandon, you know how we were kind of doing an exam earlier and it was just kind of checking you out, making sure you're okay, right? I heard, yeah. I, I heard that there's a little bit more that I should take a look at. Is it okay with you if I take a look a little bit closer? Yeah, yeah Brandon, um, you know, we just want to have another look at you here, make sure you're all right. Yeah, I want to show uh, 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 the doctor here uh, some of the stuff I, I saw on you, uh, just make sure you're okay. All right. Um, yeah, Brandy, can you, uh, I'm going to take off your shirt here and uh, we're going to have a look at you. Uh, okay. And uh, doctor takes off, off his shirt. And um, uh, I'll examine the body a little bit closer, okay. including using right. touch and stuff like that. That sounds really bad. But yeah, <laughs> like um, just kind of like palpitate to make sure everything's no okay problem. in the wound areas. Um, Uh, the uh, the do uh, Dr. Adams uh, goes ahead and points out what is very visible on the back of uh, Brandon's uh, neck uh, tattoo. And it does look uh, like uh, a series of symbols and, uh, and uh, something geometric at the bottom. I'm going to take out uh, the burner phone and just take a snapshot. Can I roll a uh, anthropology check to see if it looks familiar to me? Sure. Actually, yeah. Anthropology yeah. might. You did it this time. You did it this time. 
Right. Roll. Okay. Here we go. All right. A 37 is a pass. Okay. Um, I would say that the characters, you kind of figure they might be Mesoamerican. Okay. But the uh, geometric uh, patterning at the bottom uh, is doesn't seem to fit anything that you're familiar with. Could I could I make an unnatural roll? Is that what I would do here? Um, you could, you could. It's going to be it's going to be a uh, extreme success for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. No. Nope. It's not. I got a ninety-seven. Okay. Not a clue. <laughs> All right. So I'll take a snapshot of this and uh Hearts, do you wanna take a drawing of this real quick? Uh I'll try. Take a paper and a pen and with my terrible art skills <laughs> make the worst rendition of the symbol you've ever seen. Uh Dr. Pacioretty, here's where I was telling you about. And he's pointing uh, along Brand the ba Brandon's back along the spine. And with a little bit of looking at it, you notice um, that there's definitely what looks to be a very faint surgical scar going along the uh, his back. If I feel around it, does it feel weird at all? Not really, uh, but you've had experience where, you know, you have, uh, microsurgery and, uh, and, uh, you know, detail, you know, uh, careful mending, mending methods that, um, you can't really feel it, but it will leave a visible mark. And it looks like that. It looks like, um, you know, uh, it looks like an expert, you know, incision. Okay. I'm just going to note that mentally and talk about it when there's okay. not another person in the room. Um, Go ahead and uh, make a um, alertness roll. And uh, tell me what you get. Okay. I got a 54 out of 40. Okay. All right. Go ahead and do a search roll, too. I'm, I'm pretty focused right now. Okay. <laughs> a search, you say? Yes, a search roll. I got a 58 out of 60. No problem. Um, you're kind of also seeing, uh, you know, as you, as you look at Brandon a little bit more, what might be other incisions, maybe older incisions that uh, seem to stem off of the, his, his spine. And do they also have the same exact precision? Like, does it look like the same? Yeah. Well, it, it looks it looks like a similar method. Um, it looks like a, a similar method. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it looks like it's faded, like this was an older. Have you ever had, uh, Brandon? Have you ever had any other uh, surgeries or anything like that that you can remember? What? Have you ever had any any surgeries at all? I'm just keeping records for myself. No, I broke my arm once. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and make another. Go ahead and make another. Um, let's go ahead and make another uh, search roll. 
you're focused on on things now. So I got a hard success, 29. Okay. Okay, what did you get? 29 out of 60. 29, okay. Uh, if you ever get doubles, let me know because uh, doubles uh, is, uh, you get you get bonus for doubles. I mean, I got doubles. Delta green, you get, I don't think they have oh, one versus extreme. It's just the doubles versus non-doubles. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, actually, there is extreme, but the but um, it's an uh, if it's below and you get doubles, it's a it's a it's a critical. If it's above and doubles, you it's um, it's a uh, it's a critical fail. I see. Unless okay. you get ninety nine, which is automatically a critically fail, which is doubles, of course. Um. Yeah. Uh, ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bit redundant, but okay. Um. Yeah, you as you look more at Brandon, you notice the, the faint lines um, crisscrossing his body. And um, if you uh, do, you, do you point this out to to Doctor Adams? Um, or do you keep it to yourself? In a moment, I, I does it look like this is going to seem like a strange question, but does uh -huh. it look like potentially these lines have been drawn like a map of some sort, or is it? Like, does it look like it's indicating a direction somewhere or does it look like they're done to implant something like you had mentioned earlier? Um, it doesn't look like a map okay. per se, but the more you look at it, um, especially if you follow the lines to the front of his body, yeah. Um, the thing that comes to your mind is um, a, the, typical way to do incisions for an autopsy okay um or an evisceration yeah i'm not going to point that out to the doctor okay i'm going to keep that to myself and i'll talk to hearts about it when the doctor's not in the room um is there anything else of note going on here is there anything um, pulse rate or does he, no. does he appear medically sound other than these incisions? He seems pretty medically sound, um, but you, the, 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 the only odd things are the tattoo and the, and the incisions. If I use um, my stethoscope from my doctor's bag, mm -hmm. uh, can I hear any, uh, anything going on inside of his body? I'll listen Nothing to out of the ordinary. I'll, I'll, I'll just... Go ahead and say, you know, you can check him out, and he, he sounds pretty normal. Okay. Um, All right, Doc. Well, his heart, his heart, his heartbeat may be a little bit, little bit uh, elevated, but not. That's not, you know, just because you know the situation of, of and stuff. There's nothing out of the ordinary with that. Sure, Doc. If you okay. uh, want to hang out here with the youngster for a little bit, uh, yeah. Um, can I can I talk with you just a little bit? Oh. Yeah, yeah, you want to talk in private? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, hey, Brandon, and uh, go ahead and put your shirt back on. And uh, me and me and Doctor uh, Pacaretti are going to have a have a little bit of a little bit of talk here. And I'll gesture to All Kathy right. come along too. Okay. Unless she wants to stay, it's up to her. No, I'll come along. Okay. He kind of takes you off to the side, and you see Brandon kind of going for his Doritos and and picking up the controller for the for the. For the video game and, and and playing with that, yeah. Uh, 
just uh, something, something I wanted to talk with you about um, since you're here. Um, when I examined Brandon uh, initially, uh, I didn't see any any major signs of um, of uh, any any sickness or disease or anything such. But I don't have any uh, ways and means of um, checking out his blood mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, beyond some basic. Uh, some basic tests, which I did conduct. I drew a little blood and um, did not see anything there, but I am a bit concerned and uh, about the situation. And I was wondering if you all might have, well, uh, the, the facilities to do some more detailed uh, investigations there, because he seems all right, but um, I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah, for the, do we uh, do you do you have anything in the way of uh, of a test kit that we could utilize? I'll leave that up to you. I have a doctor's bag with stuff, so I don't know if I would have that or not. I am a I am a, a surgeon of sorts, so okay. I don't know if I would have it. I, it does say I have a full field medic kit, surgical instruments, pharmaceuticals. First aid kit, but I don't see anything else. Okay. You should. You should have a. Um... I, I do have a. I do have that. Yes, I do. Yes. Sorry, guys. Right. There's a lot of equipment on there. Digging through the bag, pulling stuff out. No, no. <laughs> Wait a second. I think I put it around here somewhere. All right. Um, yeah, you do have a. You do have a uh, yes. a, a, a field test kit. Yep. Yeah, I can run some tests, but I'd like to hear what you found first. I didn't find anything. Hey, uh, no, uh, what little I, what little I could test for, I didn't find any traces of any abnorm or abnormalities or disease. Okay. But uh, which is, you know, which is why I never, uh, I never recommended quarantine. But at the same time, I just uh, considering that you guys have come up, I figured we could do a, a little bit more intensive uh, examination on him. Yeah, I sure can. We're, we're covering our bases. I sure can. And yes. I'll be happy to share those results with you. Uh, and as we're preparing to do that, um, doctor, when you were examining him, did uh, did Brandon exhibit any strange psychological behaviors? Um, he seemed a little bit out of it at, at times, uh, kind of went to a fugue state. Um, muttering to himself, um, not uncommon for someone who's in shock. Um, he, he slowly came out of it after a while. Okay. So go ahead and I'll start the process of extracting blood. Uh, I'll make okay. sure he knows what's going on. All right. Um, no I, problem to to move yeah. things along, it's pretty it's pretty easy to to convince them and you know get them to look the other way and 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 such and uh, extract blood. About the time when you're done extracting blood, that's when the uh, text comes to you about what what the guys are doing outside. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we'll run these tests for you uh, here. Get those results back to you. I think we have some other work we need to tend to as well uh, regarding the situation. So we'll let you know when we know. Okay. All right. Is that about? Okay. Right? Let's go back to the guys. Out, let's go back to the guys outside. Um, as you're climbing up the hill, you notice more and more the um, 
clouds coming in over the uh, re reservoir area. Although you can't see the reservoir yet. But it's, uh, it, it's, uh, Tamika was not lying. It's going to be, it's going to be quite a, uh, quite a storm coming in here and you can already see and it's already starting to get darker. And it, you know, with it being in the later afternoon, early evening, it's it, with the clouds coming in, it's taking that darkness factor just down a few more notches. And there's a wind up? Uh, slight wind, but it had, the wind hasn't really kicked in, but it, you got the first uh, wisps of it coming in. Now, are we in two groups of two now, or are we in a pretty tight group? Um, depends no, on... Me and, me and uh, uh, what's her name? Gallegos. Yeah, you guys together. Okay. Because yeah. I, wanted, I, wanted I wanted to follow the tracker and get rid of as many of these weird prints as possible. Although I guess the storm okay. will do that for us. But maybe there's All right. a nest. All right, uh, Nunk, um, you and Tamika go up uh, up the hill a ways, and uh, she takes you uh, off, the, off the main trail to the side. And um, she, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, she stops and points out right over here by this large boulder. Uh, that's where I found him. Um, kind of in, uh, kind of working down, working his way a little bit down this, down the hill that right here, and she points to it. Okay. So we we sort of scramble around the rocks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, are there any caves or anything around here? I'm gonna I'm gonna actually ask her. Do you know if there are any caves or anything in the um area? in the general region? There are a lot of there are some caves. Um, there are also some old mines that occasionally uh, pop up uh, that weren't on the maps. Uh, we also have lava tubes in the area here too that have been explored. Um, not anywhere near the, uh, the the dam and the reservoir, but when you get into the backcountry, especially to the south, we got we got definitely got some. Uh, uh, any, any anything here, right here on this hill? Not that we've found. I mean, it's pretty. This is pretty stable. I mean, this is all rock here. I mean, pretty solid rock. Maybe some fissures that um, hmm. uh, might become sort of a, a you know covered outcropping and stuff, but nothing really in the way of an actual cave over here. As we're as we're making our way around the rocks and stuff, I am looking to see if there's any mm -hmm. any like hidden. Uh, you know, like a bush in the front of one, or anything like that that might that the kid might have. Not out. that you can, not that you can see. It's pretty well, um, you know, it's pretty well solid rock and and woods and stuff. There's no way you can see anywhere where the the, oh. the kid could come out. Oh, the weather's coming in fast, isn't it? It is. We might want to find your friends. That's uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna have to evacuate the camp down there to the to the station. All right. Um, I can find my way back down to them. You can go ahead and uh, and uh, all right. Go back. Uh, be care Be careful. Yeah, and uh, don't stay out here too long, especially if you start hearing or seeing lightning, because uh, this 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 hill does get struck. Okay. Thank all you. right. To me, to goes down. Uh, you guys, um, Angler how's, and Mark. How's the tracking going? Uh, go ahead and both of you do tracking rolls if you have tracking. Or search if you don't have tracking. Ooh, I lost the trail. Ford, I, I sent you a, a private message. Okay. I'm prepared. 
Okay. So unfortunately, I I must have lost the trail on that. Do you, uh, Angler, did you uh, do you see it? I don't seem to see. Uh... I got fifty six out of fifty five, so I've lost it. It's getting dark too and windy. I'm wondering how much time we have left before. Uh... I, I'm I'm typing that in. I'm wondering how much time we have left before his parents arrive. Yeah, well, and we've got no trails, so we might as well head out of the storm. Well, hopefully Sparky uh, did what I asked and delayed the family a bit. Um, I just want to take a look around where we lost the trail. Maybe we lost her for a reason. Maybe there's, there is something here we're, uh, we're not seeing. So how long are they going to be able to delay parents looking for their 38-year-old? Their disappeared <laughs> anybody can hey, say it's, it's the tsa yeah anybody yeah. can say what well, i my 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 buddies you know wife's given labor well we still have to make sure you're not a terrorist so you know what i mean they can hold you there for 24 hours if they choose to they can they, they can really just say oh you seem really upset so that's yeah. suspicious we're gonna hold you it just depends on who we have close enough and how much <laughs> they expose themselves yeah, so hopefully they'll be able to be detained. They've got to be skeptical. Yeah, exactly. How could it well, be? but also desperately hopeful too. No other kids. Uh, right. So um, the storms, the winds coming up, the clouds are getting darker. We've lost the trail. Okay. Um, go ahead and. Uh, go ahead and do, uh, as you're going up the trail, go ahead and do some uh, alertness rolls. All righty. Yeah, both of you. That's oh, sweet. Oh, go, go, go. Yeah, I'm 11 okay. for 50, so. Okay, 11, that's a, that's a critical that's right a there. Critical, right. Yep. Uh, 50 out of 50. 50 out of 50, okay. Um, Marshall, you don't know this, but Angler, um, you guys come to a little bit of a clearing where you can actually see up towards the helipad. And you see an individual up there. One, one that person. Individual, yeah, one person. Mm -hmm. uh, that, uh, that individual looks like a, uh, a dark, dark complected uh, uh, male. Uh, in a uh, wrapped in a uh, trade blanket, uh, an Indian trade blanket pattern. Uh, features from what you can see from where you're at uh, look like a Native American. Uh, he's got he's got um, what looks to be a headband, uh, and you can see glinting metal off the headband. Um, and when you say glinting metal off the headband, that's here, but not coming down. Yeah, it, yeah, just okay. like a headband here, and you can see like bits of. Yeah, glinting, right? Metal kind of glinting off, and yeah, uh, glinting off of it, um, not intensely because it's starting to get dark with the uh, clouds. Uh, can I? Is there any coloration to the figure or, or their dress other than the the blanket? Um, basically, the blanket uh, has its kind of earth tones. Um, multi kind of ma angular pattern, multi multi earth tones. Uh, no gr 
greens and stuff, mostly browns and reds. Uh, and, and, um, and the figure appears to be alone on, on a crest. He does, he does appear to be alone, and it looks like he's looking down at you. So, right, the figure appears to be in my direction. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's how I can make out facial features. Is this uh, happening anywhere near where I am? Um, actually, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nunk and uh, you can make a you can make a roll too. Make a alertness roll. I got O three. O three. Um, after kind of looking around a bit, you look up at near the helipad, and yeah, you see the same figure there. And uh, from a different see, angle, of course. And he, he's different. looking down. He's looking down where to the direction where the guys are. Can yeah, I go see ahead. free hands? Is there anything, um, is, is there staff? Is there a weapon? Is there an empty hand? Is there, can I tell? No, um, no but you do kind of, well, you do kind of see a hand um, uh, coming out from the, the fold of the, of the blanket. Um, it's kind of hard to say, to, you can see the hand, but you can't really see any details. And that's only one visible hand. Everything else is in a blanket. Yeah, although Nunk, you're you're probably a little bit more up on the hill. Yeah, you see that you see the hand out of the blanket. Um, it has uh, six fingers. Okay. And is this figure around five feet tall, as was described by the people down yep, the hill? About about five five four. And five four. Uh, well, I'm, I address it in, a, in full voice. Uh, sir, I'd like to speak to you for a minute, if you uh, would be so kind. There's um, kind of look going on. Uh, kind of looks down at you, Angler, with an inquisitive, um, inquisitive look, and all of a sudden, you notice uh, him, uh, his, his complexion go extremely pale, in fact, pure white with the exception of his lips, which are red. And his eyes are very shadowed and shaded. And his, uh, um, his uh, actual eyeballs are kind of looking more white and glossy. Like a terrifying Ronald McDonald. Yes. Um, you also see this, Nunk. And you also notice that his, the color of his uh, blanket has turned to more like pale grays and blues now, at the I same time. By this point, I'm sure I'm I'm aware of this. Once I heard uh, Angler speak, correct? Yeah, about this time, um, about this time, uh, you do uh, you do look up there and you see the individual um, as he's changed, and all three of you make sanity rolls. Almost chameleon like. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Okay, did you make it? 63. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. All right. 26, I made it. Okay, okay. everybody takes, uh, takes one sanity for seeing the transformation. I'm ready to draw a weapon. Okay. I'm going to say in Lakota... We're here to talk. We need to speak. Lakota Sioux? Sioux language? Okay. He kind of looks your direction and then just, you know, nonchalantly just turns away and starts walking 
walking away from your site. Did it look like he, did it, was there like a look of understanding or just still like a blank? Just a blank expression. He just like, he took note that you were speaking Lakota to him and then he just automatically turned, turned around and started walking away. Now, how, how far away were we when I sighted him or we sighted each other? Um, I'd say, I'd say you're just about, um, I'd say about a hundred yards from, uh, from the, the crest of the hill up to, up to where the, the helipad area is. And he's, he's going to crest away and become out of sight pretty quickly, right? He yeah. just unless, unless you, unless you go up the hill and follow him. Am I, am I clo How close am I to him? Uh, roughly the same distance, but, uh, more off to the uh, other side of the hill, a little bit away from him, okay. from these guys. I'm going to try something a little crazy. Okay. I'm going I'm to close my eyes and I'm going to think real hard. Uh, please wait. We want to talk with you. Nothing. Okay. So the little kid said that he, they talked but without moving their, their lips. I'm going to also communicate non-verbally by firing at the ground up at the crest uh, while okay. saying, you know, we have the boy and we need to talk. Okay. Well, you let off a, you let off a shot. Uh, you hear boom, just go your immediate area. You just hear a gunshot go off throughout the entire area. Is there Did a recoil? Do I as far away as we are or no? Well, we're that? in the mountains, so it's gonna bounce off would, all the hills. Would we hear Yeah, it um you guys there in the in the uh, in the station, you hear it might be a gunshot, it might be lightning, you're not sure there at the ranger station. But I'm gonna it's loud. Whip out the burner phone and text both uh, hearts and cash, target spotted, be on guard. All right, well, with, with that, I'm actually going to go, like, start looking through the windows and go out in the balcony over yep. the main lobby and kind of keep my hand okay. on my gun. <laughs> okay, no problem with that. Um, guys up on the hill, what y'all doing? The retreating figure did not respond to my firing at all. That is correct. And, in fact, you're just seeing the last little bit of his, uh, of his, uh, blanket kind of coming out of you unless you decide to go up the hill to uh yeah i'm gonna pursue him. i'm, I'm gonna scramble okay. up the hill too after him okay i want to as they're gonna run up i want to run to the left and up so i like kind of like flank them sure sure no problem okay um angler uh you're able, uh it's pretty much the the trail going up up there um the other guys are kind of uh going through the rabbit trails and the and the rocks um you kind of you, you you get up there first um probably just a just a few moments before they they do and you see the figure and uh once you cross the hill he kind of looks back at you and then walks away and disappears and you say disappears and you're being quite literal, he looks back, quite literally disappears right in front of you. Uh huh. Um, now go ahead and make another sanity roll. That's fair. 
82, that's a failure. Okay, it'll be uh, 1d4. Um, is, and what's the terrain where he disappears? Um, it's just right up there by the, the um, helipad terrain. It's uh, just big, flat, dirt area. I took the full four. Okay. Did I see him? That's five out of fifty. All right. Well, you are you are you are very unnerved at this time. Uh, you just saw not only saw him shift, but you now just saw him just completely disappear right in front of you. Yeah. Gun down, mouth open, knees uh, wobbling. Mm -hmm. And that's what you two you two guys find when you get up the hill, along with uh, a wonderful view of uh, of the dam of the reservoir with the storm coming in right over it and you're pretty much uh the sun the sun is quickly uh gone and uh the winds are picking up and it's and it's uh you can feel flex of rain start coming your way i guess by this point i come walking up the uh, running up the other side of the hill and in, in between the two of them where where did he go that's where is he? I expected you, the three of us, to try and get a lead on his presence. Where the f is he? Uh, it's it went it went in, into the air, it's and that air. was into thin air. And we don't. And there were two, so no. we there were two. We lost two. We, no, we heard there were only, two. We heard there, there were there's two. one of them. You only yeah. saw oh, one of them. But. I know, but we heard there were two. And right. and we just saw one go. He just It just went into the air. Uh, it's not human, and it went into the air. Well, we need just down here, just down the hill. It just went gone. We uh, we need to talk about this, but we need to get out of this. Uh, uh, guy, 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 Say, oh, we, uh, we sent her back. Yeah, oh, right. she she said lightning strikes this hill a lot. So, right. and when you say that, a big bolt of lightning uh, goes down and hits the hits the reservoir down below. Just right before we leave, I want to see if there's um, a huckleberry plants in this area. Not that you can see. All right, let's go. Let's let's get off the hill. I, I already alerted uh, home base about the uh, the spotting. They're on alert. We the description the the first description was good, but they it it, it could change. I, I've seen things angler. I I, just, I have my suspicions that I think I might know what's going on here. Though it's just get out of the storm. Yeah. So we're we're going down the hill. Okay. No problem. Um, as you go down the hill, the the clouds come in wind picks up and you start feeling more and more rain coming down uh little drops and now it's starting to starting to get misty and and uh and pick up as you're as you get about halfway down the hill and uh, as you come down you can hear some commotion from um from various uh various uh backpackers and, and people and and the uh, webs and everybody else as you're passing by uh, as people are grabbing stuff to head towards the station okay 
now not only do we have to keep this kid secure, we're gonna have to do it with a shit ton of civilians on the premises. Do That's I remember the, the, the station does house people when when bad weather comes up? What's that? The station does put people up when there's bad weather. So we can yeah, spend yeah. people house. So. During the duration till till it clears up and then and then uh and then, uh, and then they they'll let them go back to their sites. As we, like as we skid down the dusty and rain pelted trail, I'm going to point out, at least this should show, slow the parents down a little bit. Possibly. Oh, uh, have you ever seen something disappear from right in front of you? Uh, if I tell you what I've seen, you'd want you'd think I'm crazy. I yeah. shot something and it turned to dust after I killed it. So that's another story for another time. Okay. As you guys get closer to the station, there's people coming in, you know, carrying packs, carrying stuff. Some, some people are already prepared and coming in. Some of them are, you know, some of the, I guess you could say more of the, the day trippers and, and, uh, Upper crust people like the webs are are kind of like just carrying all things, you know, uh, randomly with them and stuff. Probably things they don't need and, and such. And uh, they're all heading heading inside the station right now. All right. Do we have any results back from the blood test? Uh, it's going to take about an hour before you see any anything there. Okay. But the doctor successfully drew, uh, draws the blood with the help of, of uh, Dr. Adams and and uh, getting things together, getting things set up. It's going to be about an hour. Um, you also have you do also have a portable microscope, which you can uh, look at the blood directly. Yeah, I mean we can do that too. Okay, and that uh, ties into your laptop. Okay. Um, Go ahead and make a search roll there. Fifty-four. Okay. Um, Almost doubles. I'd okay. Like Send a luck ticket to doubles. No, I'm just kidding. Go. Actually, <laughs> um, go ahead and roll. Go and roll a D100. Okay. 67. No. Um, yeah, it looks pretty normal there, but, you know, you're just barely kind of looking at it. You figure, you know, take a little time just to make sure. I'm a little distracted and, right now, too. So. Right, right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and roll for uh, – are you going to let Dr. Adams have a look at what you're doing? Yeah, I'll, but uh, no, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm really not. Okay. Well, uh, I, I'm very concerned because this kid has shown some weird behaviors and weird incisions yeah. that there might be something weird here that I don't want a doctor looking at. All right. No problem. Uh, I'm sure with a little convincing you got, you can have Dr. Adams keep, uh, keep uh, Brandon occupied mm -hmm. while you, where you're doing your work. I'd love the help, but alas. <laughs> yeah. We, um, need to, we need to secure uh, Brandon though, if that text message means they're coming this way. Okay. Uh, he says to Hearts. How how are we going to do that? There's people coming know. inside now. He's he's inside. And now there's people coming in. 
Like this is a big fiasco if things show up here. Like I, I, I don't know how, but I'd like to get him. I'd like to somehow get him out of here away from all these people. We can't. Not without drawing eyes. Not without drawing attention. We, our best cover right now, is to act like nothing's wrong, Agent Cash. Okay. As much as it pains me to say it. All right. So okay. have we arrived back? Yeah, you guys are back. Right. Um, once you get a, once you get under cover, um, Angler, your phone, your burner phone goes off. It probably double startles you because you you're still shaky from from your encounter. Yeah, I just barely remembered to put my uh, firearm out of sight before we hit the lodge. Okay, uh, no problem. Uh, and what does my burner phone say? Okay, actually, it's a phone call. Uh, okay, well, there's a lot of chaos. Um, I, I'm going to stand under the uh, lodge porch so I okay. have a lot of white noise. No if problem. And you, you have quite a bit. The rain's really kicked up and started, and it's starting to come down in buckets. And if I've got an, an earpiece in, I can probably hear over the storm. Right, right. Okay, I'm going to ask everybody to take off your headphones or mute your sound, depending on what you got. That can't be good. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, um, so you're going to say anything when you answer your phone? Angler. Irk. Irk. How's the how's the how's the opera at Red Rocks? We have a distinct anomaly. Um, origin unknown. Potentially humanoid. Um capable apparently of physical transmission in space. Uh, the boy is a target, certainly. Is it confirmed that, that, it, that the boy is Brandon McGill? We are, we are reasonably certain. Uh, okay. Whether the boy has been altered is an open question. I don't actually know. Altered, that, but. explain. There is some concern that he was, that he spent the time in the presence of an alien entity that might have uh, unknown effects on the, on the child. We know that there is a chance that there is a, an abnormal, um, there's abnormal activity surrounding the child independently of the unknown entities. I can't speculate about whether the child is dangerous, but it is not out of the question. Ascertain to see if the child is dangerous and if there is a biological threat in regards to the child. Understood. Also, uh, our our efforts to keep the FBI uh, at bay have been have been uh, thwarted. Okay. Uh, new intel: uh, the FBI is on its way to you right now. Um, we do have a, a violent storm that hopefully will slow them down. But okay, understood. 
uh, to let you know, you might uh, review um, further review of the documentation uh, in regards to Brandon's disappearance uh, and the reason why the FBI was directly involved as opposed to local search and rescue and uh, law enforcement. Apparently, um, Ian McGill's brother, Adrian McGill, is uh, is an agent with the FBI. I see. And, and he is at the time he was called by his brother to involve the FBI in the search. Currently, Adrian McGill is the uh, special agent in charge at the FBI offices in Helena, Montana. What's the brother's first name, please? Adrian. Adrian, thank you. Special Agent Adrian McGill, and he's a special agent in charge of the FBI offices in Helena. And he got word from his, he has gotten word from his brother of what is going on at your location, and he is en route. He immediately ended the, 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 uh, our, effort, uh, our efforts to tie up the uh, agencies down here. They're, they have assembled a team. They're coming in. He's coming in. We do not have an ETA, but it's going to be soon. He is on a flight as we speak. Uh, uh, what, uh, what conveyance? Are they using helicopters or airplanes? Unknown at, the, unknown at this time. I, uh, oh. The only intel we have is he is on a flight right now. As is from, the, from Helena. As, What's the flight from Helena likely to be? What's the minimum? Uh, two hours. Got her. So we have two hours maximum until we have full FBI presence. That is if he's uh, taking a plane, which we suspect, and then he's going to have to take a helicopter to your location when the storm lets up. So you have a window of about two to four hours. Understood. Um, if, the, uh, if the subject, Brandon McGill, does appear to be a risk biologically otherwise do you have uh do i have orders at this uh at this time you hear static and the uh, the line go dead nice storm yeah and all right i'm going to make sure i got these notes straight before i go inside uh, but also, also at this time, if anybody checks your burner phones or your laptops or any of your devices, you notice that uh, you just lost signal. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay, guys. At this moment, uh, when you all come back to to the ranger station, uh, about ten minutes uh, in coming there, if you look at your devices, you notice you've lost signal. Uh, all your all your pads, all your uh, phones, no signal coming in. Okay. Yeah. To be expected. Yep. And the rains. Um, as you do that, the rain's coming down in buckets now, and there's uh, audible lightning coming every about uh, about five minute intervals here and there. Um, gentlemen, uh, we need to have a conference. Shall we? Uh, 
go up to our meeting room. Agreed. Okay, uh, Agent. Ca uh, while they're going up to the meeting room, Agent Cash. Yes. Go ahead and make that other um, another. Well, another. Uh, uh, let's see, a search roll as you're looking through the through the blood. Now you try poking the blood with a hot needle. <laughs> it's the first thing every doctor okay. does. Um, <laughs> I got 50, 58 out of sixty, so that's good. Okay. Um, looking at it, you see. Um, you're looking at it, and it looks pretty well normal. No visible signs of uh, any kind of infection, but you get the sense that something's not right. You're not quite able to suss it out. You said it's connected to my computer, right? Yeah. Yeah. And just try to snag a couple snapshots. No problem. You're easily able to take some snapshots of the of the culture. Okay. And then something I, go ahead. Yeah. I'm just saying it the more you look at it, something in the back of your head is churning that there's something there, but you're not sure. Okay. Hmm. All right. So I guess is there anything else that you need to do, Agent? No. Okay. I'm going to pack up my supplies and ask the doctor to just keep an eye out for him. And uh, do I hear them coming up to the room or talking as yeah. they go up to the room? Or? Yeah, and about this time, uh, uh, Dr. Adams looks at the girl and says, uh, uh, um, Sir, ma'am, do you need me here? For anything else? Oh yeah, if you could just watch over the kid for a second, that'd be great. Sure, sure, I can do that. Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Right, so we'll go out and join the others. Conference, yeah. Well, Hello, gentlemen, but y'all have a seat. Um, the storm seems to have put a damper on our. Uh, our investigation. Um, gentlemen, as you well, well know, we had some sort of an encounter up on the hill. Uh, Angler saw it clearly. Um, Have I caught up with the group? Yeah, we should all be together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just plug, okay. Well, we'll figure you have, unless you want to talk with anybody downstairs, but I well, As long that. as I can figure out that everybody went upstairs, I'll just shake off the yeah. wet and follow. Okay. All right. Um, Angler saw it. Angler saw the guy simply vanish into uh, thin air. Uh, something about this story has been bothering me from the beginning, and I, I hadn't quite put my thumb on it. But, you know, we all have agendas uh, outside. We also have jobs outside of this Delta Green. Um, mine has to do with languages and it has to do with translation of texts. And I'm always on the lookout for certain texts, certain texts that are almost legendary. And uh, one of those, I suddenly recall that it reminds me a great deal of this situation that we're in right here, 
Uh, the book it was a narrative written in the 1500s by uh, a man named uh, Pamphilio de Zamacona y Nunez. And the text Is that from Mexico? Yeah, it was, uh, it was actually, I think, found in Oklahoma, uh, buried in the ground um, and translated uh, into English. But as I recall, this uh, Zamacona was uh, part of Cortez's uh, explorers when they came over here. Only he didn't go back with Cortez. According to this text, if it really exists, he traveled into the underworld, under the ground, and discovered a whole civilization of people living in cities made out of solid gold, uh, all bathed in a blue light. And they had apparently been some sort of a American Indian tribe that had moved down there in ancient days and had evolved in a slightly different direction than the rest of us. Um, but it was supposedly some sort of an advanced civilization, even for Zamacona's day and age, 500 years ago. And I think that I heard there was also mention in there of them being able to transport or teleport from place to place. And it was this disappearance that sort of kicked it for me. Uh, American Indians and blue light and caves and underground. It all just seems too much of a coincidence. And Professor Nunk, were they, did they have six fingers and six toes? I don't, I don't recall. I've never actually read the text. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. And I do find this potentially very interesting, given that this disappearance uh, is an experience that I cannot deny. We have other bad news, though, which is that uh, Brandon McGill's uncle was and is FBI, and Brandon McGill's father has informed him of the discovery. And so we have a team coming in from Helena, Montana, of FBI right now. With Montana, how long is personal, that going You know, depending on transit and weather, uh, two hours plus something is the estimate that we got, that I received. But that means that we have very little time before we have very official authorities. I'm interested in theoretical matters. Don't get me wrong, but uh, my immediate responsibility is to assess whether or not this child is actively dangerous or contagious. Uh, a child, if I may interrupt, if, if I may be so bold with due respect to both of you uh, in leading this, but this child has some sort of implanted device in the back of his neck and is being used as some form of a conduit, as my assumption. Uh, lots of Rating, I'll show some of the pictures that I took with my burner phone. Uh, lots of radiating incisions uh, across his body. 
Um, I can tell that this is a, an expertly surgical um, incision. I have not extracted the device because I haven't had an opportunity to figure out how to go about doing that in a subtle way. I'm uh, sorry, how can you tell there's a device without an x-ray? Uh, you, can, you can tell based on the type of incision and the location and the way it's done. Can you feel it under Huh? Can you feel it under his skin? It's hard to feel those if it's a, if it's a micro enough. It's hard to feel. Uh, the assumption would be based on the incision type that there is something under the skin. Have you uh, experienced with this specifically, Agent Cash? I'm sorry to question your judgment. I just I, I would never you. expect you to question my judgment. You're doing your job. Uh, I am experienced in my field uh, and feel uh, like the reason that this agency has contracted me is due to my experience in this particular subject matter. Assuming that you're correct, Dr. Agent, does the uh, implication that there is something subcutaneously, uh, does, that, does that suggest that he is a, right, a risk? I would believe quite the contrary. I believe him to possibly be a risk. Um, although it's an unknown risk to him, the danger is in that unknown power. When he starts chancing and going into a trance, uh, tremors and things like that can be felt in the area. Uh, so there is can you some describe this trance. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he keeps repeating over and over again, uh, asadakwa, uh, over and over. So there's a verbal trigger, and you think it's affecting a device that's been surgically implanted. I don't know if those two things are connected or if he was chosen for the implanted device because of his special ability. But you would, your, your professional estimation is that the child presents an actual danger to civil society. I think if his, if his talent is not harnessed and utilized in the appropriate way with the appropriate organization, it could very possibly be. And the interesting point of mention regarding the Mexican uh, book that Agent Nuke was talking about uh, is that the child mentioned uh, that his father read to him frequently a book on Mexico um, and that it depicted um, animal drawings that are seen on the inside of the cave. Now, I don't know if there's a correlation to that book in the book you're talking about because you did not mention anything about ma animals or maybe gods. Well, you, that might be. you say Mexican. The, the book was written by a Spanish Okay. I, it's the words of the child. I'm, I'm no linguist, so I can't differentiate. And you said conquistador, so it's a Spaniard, but yes. in the West. Yes, one of, one of uh, uh, Cortez, you said, Cortez's right? men. So uh, the distinction between Spanish and Mexican is irrelevant if it's the Spaniard is in Mexico. Correct. However. Cash. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Agent Cass, do you show the uh, pictures of the tattoo to uh, yes, the others? I do, show, I do show the pictures of the tattoo and I show the, the blood cultures that I took as well in case anybody else has some insight. Okay. Um, Agent, uh, is there anybody um, else who has uh, any kind of linguistic skill other than Agent Nunk? So I, I mean, I have like um, Latin, Arabic, Slavic, and Chinese. Okay. Just uh, the Native American uh, Lakota. Okay. But I also um, well, I have the conspiracy theory and uh, the unnatural and the um, the occult. Okay. Um, and I have a decent high strangeness. Yeah, I also have the high strangeness. 
Okay. Um, for Agent Nunk, uh, everybody with high strangeness, uh, uh, either high strangeness or cult. Go ahead and make a roll, whichever is your best score. What'd you want me to do? I, I got something for you here in a, in, a, in a bit there. Oh, seven. Oh, seven. I got a 10 out of 10 on strangeness. High strangeness. Okay. 10 out of 10 on strangeness. Uh, Angler, what you get? I'm sorry, it's a 10 It's a ten out of 20. I apologize. Okay, 10 out of 20. I don't have high strangeness. I don't think. Okay. Do you have unnatural? Okay, if you have, yeah, if you have unnatural. Oh, I'm sorry. I, un, uh, high strangeness is not alphabetical, so I didn't see it. Ha -ha. Right. It's, it's only 15, so. Okay. Yeah, 94 did not okay, work. No problem. Uh, how's your occult looking? Is it better than your high strangeness? It's 20, uh, so it's less, actually. Okay, no problem. Uh, Hearts, how's, how's your high strangeness or occult? So I, I rolled an 80 against a 25 high strangeness. Okay, so. all right. Uh, 30, go over again, so uh, Gash, what you, what, what you got? 10 out of 20? Yes, 10 out of 20 okay. high strangeness. All right. Um, okay, actually, Marshall got a really good role there. Um, the uh, the characters on the on the tattoo, um, they might be something Mesoamerican, but one thing that pops out to you there is that as uh, the um, geometric form, it looks like. The best thing you can you can you can you can get from it, uh, being a layman, would be it has some kind of similar correlation to like Stonehenge. Okay. It's like a numbers correlation or a or a uh, numbers correlation. That's what that comes to mind. I reiterate that to the group. Okay, and uh, Agent Cash, uh, you get looking at it again. You kind of see where um, Marshall's coming from, and it kind of pops into your head and starts starts getting you thinking on that and you know the child actually uh said he traveled to mexico frequently with his father okay. so this all kind of correlates all right agent nunk um okay uh, go ahead and roll polyglot i actually have polyglot as a it's a skill Unless you, unless you have uh, specifically Mesoamerican language skills. I don't see polyglot on here. It should be near the bottom. You probably wrote it in. Yeah, I did. Oh, I don't have it online. I've just got a whole bunch of languages. Okay. Um, go ahead and just, um, in that case, just go ahead and roll an, an intelligence roll. There. Okay. Straight up intelligence roll. Uh, 18 out of 75. That's good. That's very good. Um, you have uh, gone oh, in your in the course of stuff, gone over uh, basics of uh, Mesoamerican languages. And immediately the characters um, pop out to you as being um, Aztec or Nahuatl. Yeah. 
and the they roughly translate uh, boy. Zombie. Yeah, this this is just translating as boy. And you also get and you also uh, looking and uh, with that intelligence role too, combined with what the other guys have come up with. You're also getting the sense of the uh, geometric character down there being sort of a numbers-based thing, nu numeristic numbers. This is, this is an identification number, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, is my guess. It, it suddenly... Doc, like a serial number on a kid? Dr. Cash, did, yes. did you find anything unusual about his blood? So as you can see here, there's definitely some anomalies. Uh, I've not come across these particular anomalies uh, in the past, so I've taken a couple of screenshots uh, for you guys to take a look at. Um, to, clar to clarify, you've not found any anomalies, but there is something you're seeing here that you're okay. not sure of. So he doesn't want to say there's a potential sure. for anomalies, more accurately. What, he, what he's doing is he's saying anomalies because he doesn't want them to know. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. I just want to clarify. <laughs> As I, but you could say whatever you want. Right. As I recall, okay. as I recall from the rumors, I, I'm 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 sorry. I've never actually read this text. Uh, I've I've I'm looking for it. I'd like to find it at some point. But I've heard rumors, rumors through the occult world that it's a it's a prized text, and. One of the things that I, I believe that it talks about is the resurrection of the dead and that these, these tribal Indians use the dead as slaves. I'm trying to ask, you see he has surgery marks all over his body. Could he actually be artificially being kept alive as a slave? I believe that these are indicative of an autopsy. Uh, the, these are traditional uh, scarification that would, or cuts, incisions that would result from an autopsy. So there is question. All of his vitals seem to be standard uh, and functioning. Um, so he is not deceased as we would consider it. If you listen to his heart, is it yes. too regular? No, it has a slightly accelerated pulse, but that's normal given the fact that he had people poking and prodding him. How does it sound? Does it sound like a heart or does it sound like a pump? It sounds perfectly normal. I don't know. It's, it's, we, we deal with some weird stuff and sure. I'm just sort of grasping at straws. We have to decide whether we're going to take the boy We need to deliver the boy to... Obviously, he doesn't have some sort of tracking device or the uh, the Indians would have found him. Is that what we're going to call them, the Indians? No, that's not what they are. The, uh, I, did, I, did, I does anyone... Know. I'm sorry. Uh, for, for those of you who were not present, when I uh, confronted the entity uh, at the ridge by the helipad, it changed its coloration drastically so to match the, the description that that we have just partly heard. Hold on uh, a second. Yes. These numbers, this, the symbols and stuff. What if they're noting like a test number? 
genetic research like 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 like, like a scientist you know marked experiment a experiment b what if that's what this is that would explain the neutral boy i don't know what the nature of this experiment is but if it is an experiment i don't know i want to leave some on some experiment by these whatever they are around and if he does have supernormal powers then we should probably somehow figure out a way to get him back to the agency i'd like to point out something uh in addition to the fact that the entity that I saw could instantly change its appearance to be like that which the boy described, and that the boy appears to have an implant and substantial surgery. If his father read him Mexican tales and repeatedly took him to Mexico, and his uncle is on his way here with armed authorities from the federal government, we might be dealing with an, an intentional incursion. Brandon McGill is not a Mexican name. I don't know why, it's, I don't think it's a coincidence, or I fear it's not a coincidence. And I, I think that's worth noting. I, I, pardon my, my uh, not understanding. Why are you finding a, a correlation with Mexico? Um, well, you described the language as being Nahuatl or related Nahuatl or to Aztec. It? That's true. And the the indicative um, iconography is similar and akin to that. And it's been something that's referenced multiple times. But we're nowhere near. We're near. We are nowhere near Mexico. I is think the, this is something that goes beyond time and, and space as a continuum. And we're on a mountain range that continues all the way to Mexico, were we not? Exactly. And ley lines would connect as well. All of this land was native land before the settled, the Spaniards came and then the others followed. I think at the moment we have to make a decision. And we're in a hurry. Do we get the boy out of here? Do we take him somewhere? We keep, we keep talking about the agency. There's no agency. Where do we take him? Uh, there's no headquarters. Um, Contact Sparky and ask. We can, of course, ask them to tell us where to take him. If if we take, if we can get in contact, the storm has shut us down. We need Angler, to sneak him out of here. Angler, what was um, what was HQ's decision on the incoming agents? Well, we can't interact with them. I mean, there were, I was not given a specific directive. But we are not prepared to fend off a full contingent of FBI. Uh, his uncle has been FBI since he disappeared. So this is a substantial figure, and he's coming with intent. And again, my concern is he might know something. We may be able to stymie the FBI's presence if any of us have enough bureaucratic push. No, none of us do. Besides, we don't want to use that because if we did that, it would link us back to, we don't want anybody examining us. I mean, we're here under FBI cover. Right. And, our, and our primary directive is to not allow Delta Green to be discovered in any way. So, so the, first, the question is, do we, do, we, do we leave the kid to the alien entity? Do we take the kid with us somewhere? And where would that be? How do we get out? Because we have... You know, we can only count on, say, two hours. Here's, here's my proposal. 
and we have to, I'm sorry to interrupt, Nunk, we have to determine how dangerous this young person is, if it's a person. Well, we don't have the ability at the moment to determine how dangerous he is. Uh, we do know that there are a lot of unanswered questions that we need to answer. We suspect, possibly, that these proto-human, whatever we want to call them, that live in the Earth, if since this is nonsense. It doesn't matter if it's nonsense or if it's true, because something is going on here. Um, thump, thump, thump. The door, yes. there's a knock at the door. Hello, um, who's there? Okay, it's Agent, it's uh, Ranger Kenna. What can we do for you, Ranger Kenna? Yeah, I need some help. Uh, with the storm coming in fast, it's been me and uh, Tamika here. And uh, we, ha we have a situation outside. Um, can, outside. It, can it wait 10 minutes? <sighs> Maybe, but uh, I, uh, I need somebody to go with Tamika out there. Apparently, uh, uh, someone's claiming that uh, something was following them on the way in one of the one of the backpackers coming in late uh said something big was causing a ruckus maybe maybe following them inside and we need to go check it out we'll uh we'll be with you in just a few moments all right all right thank this, you this out. gentlemen i suggest that we take the kid and we go i agree and we call headquarters on the way and they will tell us where to take him i, I can yes I'm, I, what I suggest is that we stage a power outage. Mm -hmm. And when the power goes out and the lights go off, we smuggle the kid out so that nobody knows. Or enough of a distraction. I could subdue the child uh, medically. I don't know how extensive his powers are or what might happen under stress. Uh, but I could... Um, subdue him and say there's a medical emergency and we need to execute. We don't, we don't have to subdue him. No, we don't want Just to tell him we're going to take him out. To... But do you understand what I'm saying? If it's yeah, something to... supernatural that's triggered by stress. You need to sedate him. Absolutely. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, but if, if we can get out of here without them ever knowing that we've even left until we're gone, that's ideal. I suspect, I'm afraid, that uh, what Ranger Kenna is upset about is going to be something else that we have to cover. So, well, let's go find out what he has going on. Yeah, yeah. hopefully we can too, right? So we can take I'll care go, of things. I'll go work on sedating the kid. Well, let's let's find out what we're up against here before. Just we... have her ready to go. That's all. Yeah. Do you want me to come with you or go to the kid? You're the boss. Let's keep somebody. Again, I want to have an agent near the kid at all times, but I want to find out what the how severe the danger is downstairs because I'm concerned that we have a visitor and we don't want – there are, I don't know, 40 campers downstairs and we um, can't clean that there's up. About, there's about 25. 25. Yeah. That's still too many if we've got a, if we've got a giant, you know – we've got an unfriendly who's obviously alien – and looking for the kid, we can't clean that many people up. Yes, sir. Let's let's also make one distinction. We don't know that he's in any way hostile. The kid? This is no. I mean the uh, oh, the, the yeah, if, the, the visitor. 
if, let us consider if this boy is some sort of an experiment. Um, think of it akin to a chimpanzee escaping from a lab with a deadly disease. Um, it's sad that they've got to kill the, the, the little monkey, but other than that, it's going to spread infection. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying that. Nook, I assure you, the, it has struck me as well that the safest thing might be for the giant Ronald McDonald's to take him back rather than deal with his uncle, his parents, and the world. I don't like it, but it's a possibility. I think that, I think that all in all, it means we've got to get him out of here. The kid has to go either back to the agency, in the ground, or with the entities. There's only three options here. Well, since we can't control the entities, let's. I don't want to put him in the ground. Take the kid with us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ideally, um, so uh, let's have at least two people again on the kid, and let's the rest of us find out what the disturbance is outside, and if it's you know it could be it could be an angry camper, but it could yeah. be something that we have to deal with. It's probably one of the entities following the campers, and they're probably on their way back here. It's probably a bear. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. Let's go. I'm going to head right. up to the room. Uh, okay, who's, who's going where? So I think uh, with uh, outside. me and Agent Cash were the ones with the interaction with the kid. It seems naturally for us to go to continue that. Okay. All yeah. right, you're going back to the kid. Okay, so Angler, Marshall, and Nunk are going downstairs? Yep. Okay. No problem. As you're going downstairs, uh, you see Tamika uh, brandishing a shotgun uh, and 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 uh, with a rain slicker on, um, looking at you guys, going, "Hey, can I borrow one of you guys?" Well, I thought that was why we were called. We're we're all coming. All right. Here. Okay. No problem. Uh, talked with uh, Simon over here, one of the campers. He says that uh, apparently it sounds like a bear uh, was in his in, in his camp um, and was was going through it when they were heading in here. All right. Okay. So uh, uh, and uh, must know bears. I'm sorry. What was that? Marshall, you must know from bears. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't hear you either. All right. Um, well, I unsling. I've had a tactical bag with me the whole time. Um, I unsling it. I take a shotgun out of there and sling that on my shoulder. And I actually run the bag upstairs and I pop into Cash and Hearts. I said, keep an eye on this. I'll be back. Close the door. Come back down with the shotgun and the poncho. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got, you got, um, you've got, you got, uh, campers there giving you kind of looks, uh, Marshall, uh, but they're not really freaking out because they've, they've kind of, the ones that can really see it got kind of just that you're with, uh, you're with a ranger and, uh, yeah, and you kind of figured that they're figuring that you're part of the system and stuff and you're approved and not seeing the rangers freaking out that, uh. And Nook, you and I are just going to follow Marshall out, right? Yeah. Uh, with light um, and weapon ready. As, uh, as, as we go out while we're still there at uh -huh. the station, uh, I'm going to detour quickly uh, to the cars and okay. unlock them. 
Okay, no problem. You can do that. Um, and just before you leave, just before you leave, uh, uh, Ranger Kenna tosses you some uh, rain jackets. Gonna need these. <laughs> Mika seems to be impressed with uh, Marshall and his preparedness with a shotgun. It's tactical oh. shotgun with a light and a whole nine. Okay, it's it's rather similar to what she has, although you know it's uh, her still has has full stock and stuff, but so, she has a light on it. And Tamika and Marshall are are moving out together, and yeah. and so you know what what uh, agent? What have you seen? What do we know? Are you talking to Gallegos? Yeah. Gallegos? what do we know? What have I haven't, I haven't seen anything, but if it goes with um, previous MOs here, um, it, it's probably a bear coming in and taking advantage of things. They'll come out even in the worst weather to get some food if they smell it. That's probably what the case is. It eats it caught scent of the food, and with uh, all the, the majority of people leaving and stuff, it, it made its move. It's happened before. Well, How many people saw something? Was it was it five people or ten people or is it just uh, just uh, just Simon and and some of his some of his guys that heard something crash and crashing in the know. woods in a storm? Okay. Yeah, and then and then heard their tents getting sound like getting they're getting, uh, you know, broken into and stuff. Sounds like a bear. How bad's the storm right now? What's that? How bad's the storm right now? It's pretty bad. It's it's. You're going out into into winds and rain, and it's a little hard to see. It's it's, and, it's pouring down a lot. And uh, this is the kind of rain that they've been hoping for for the area. But um, you don't know if this this will take care of the fire situation. But this is this is like the kind of rains that 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 they that that everybody's been hoping to have been in the area, but have not been really forecast for. And Ra Ranger Gallegos, why are we going out here? during the storm we just need to check and make sure what's going on and see if there's you know see if it is a bear scared off because last thing we need is to come close to the camp and freak everybody out but they're all out of the camp or i don't know whatever yeah well we we we, we had a bear come come through the area and it came by the ranger station and people saw it out the window and freaked out and and stuff. It's better just go out there and pre be preemptive and, and, and scare it away. All right. But my character thinks it's a little fishy. It's like the mountains where the bears live and they're out in the rain. Who cares? <laughs> well, in any case, um, camp out here in tents, they know what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> Or do they? Uh, it doesn't take you too long to get to the campsite, and um, the the rain's letting up just a little bit. You got a lot of um, a lot of uh, of mist coming in, um, but it's still coming down pretty well. Uh, it's cool. It's actually starting to get. It's it's almost dark right now. I mean, you just barely have. Uh, a minute bit of light and, and uh, glow from the clouds illuminating things. Um, and uh, coming up to this campsite and uh, go ahead and make, uh, make alertness rolls. 
99. I'm I'm so stupid. Wow. I rolled a 99 too. What I'm not alert at all. 52. Um okay. what? I failed. Just just barely. Okay. I sent you a uh, a message also for it. Okay. And my glasses are wet. Yeah. Okay, no problem there, Marshall. All right, thank you. I no um, yeah, I fouled also, just by two points okay. though. All right. Uh, you see Tamika kind of looking around, going, "What the? He What's that over there?" Go ahead, and make go ahead and make another alertness roll, everybody. That's how I got one. Nine. Nice. Okay. Twenty nine. 29. I feel again. I'm very blurry. I'm okay. worried about the uncle. Okay. 29, you're, um, you see some, something move um, in, you know, amongst the rain, the leaves, the wind, the campsite. Uh, Agent Nook, you see a, um, you see, you see a uh, humanoid looking form, very small, very skinny. There. And that's holding, not a bear. Don't shoot it. Holding, holding, holding its arms close to it, looking like it's shivering. Is that a kid? There's a kid over there. Possibly. Um, Tamika's, Tamika's uh, run, running over. There, you guys going to join her? Yeah, but I'm going to go flanking maneuver again. Sure, no problem. No problem. Okay, yeah. It looks like a wet... Uh, a wet, naked child form. Uh, uh, if we go up, I'm like, where are your, where are your parents? Okay, uh, you guys get there. Tamika shines her flashlight on the kid and illuminates him. And in front of you is uh, Brandon. Brandon? Brandon, what are you doing? That's not him. Brendan, what are you what? doing here? Who are you? Where am I? Where am I? Who are you? Hey, hey, Brandon, is that you? Yeah, yeah. Where am I? Who are, where am I? Cold. That's, I know. It's, it's raining so hard. Let me give you my coat and we'll take you inside. Uh, where? Okay. When, when we wrap the coat around him, I'm going to take my flashlight and look at the back of his neck. Yes, you are. The okay, no problem. You, you see Tamika there like stunned, just completely stunned. She's just like, in game terms, she failed her sanity roll. In fact, actually, yes, go ahead and roll sanity rolls, everybody. Just passed that. I got really good. Just. Oh, I failed again. Oh, okay. Man. I got a James Bond. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, Angler and uh, 1D4 on that. Is the uh, is the mark different than Brendan's? Did oh, you no, have a second there, Nunk? I lost two there. Okay. So yeah. I'm down seven. Okay. All right, you're down seven. We'll get we'll we'll, we'll address that uh, later. Uh, but Nunk, yes, um, a quick look with your flashlight. 
you notice, um, you know, as you're wrapping, wrapping them, uh, a definitely there is a there is a tattoo, and it's a different tattoo, and a different geometric pattern. I uh, I grab a hold of Agent Angler's arm, and I lean over and I say, "Clones." Um. Does my go ahead and make another. Go ahead and make another sanity roll there, Agent Angler. Oh come yeah. on! What are we all pussies? Okay, I made that one. Thank heaven. Okay, uh, just take just take a uh, one point. Everybody uh, who succeeded on on the previous sanity take a point for the fact that well you have Brandon in front of you, another Brandon, a tangible another Brandon in front of you. Now I'm yeah. sorry. And, I'm on high alert. And we're going to leave it at there. Uh, <laughs> we're going to be soaking wet by next week. <laughs> yes. uh, our players included Morgan Llewellyn, David Gasway, Tim Hart, Jason Melnichok, and myself, with Ford Fitch as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. And you can find a link to that in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Mm -hmm.